It's time for our famous listener Q&A. Get ready for a good one, my friends. I'm Brian Ellis, and this is episode number 40. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda. All in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Welcome, my friends. A quick word of thanks. We had a huge turnout for yesterday's webinar on the Kingmaker strategy. Wow, thank you, folks. I really appreciate it. Based on the questions I received, I'll improve the training a bit and maybe offer it again in the future. But again, thank you so much. Also, if you like this show, would you consider going over to iTunes and giving us a five-star rating? It would help so much. Plus, it takes just a couple of minutes, and I've got a gift of great value to offer you if you'll do so. Just go over to sdiradio.com slash invite to see how I would love to motivate you to become a five-star listener. It's a pretty big deal, and it's totally free. Again, that's sdiradio.com slash invite. So today is listener Q&A day, and we've got a good one for you. So let's get started. Today's question comes from Susan Rosales, who has rated this show five stars and is a member of our private five-star listener group. Thank you so much for that, Susan. I really appreciate it. Here's Susan's question. I have a pension and a 401k from an ex-employer. Should I keep it there or roll it over to a self-directed 401k? I love this question because so many people face this exact issue. Susan, the crux of the matter is this. Are you happy with both the investment options and the costs of the 401k plan through your former employer? If so, there's no reason to make a change. But I'd like to offer a couple of thoughts to you about that issue. With regard to investment options, I encourage you to be very critical. I can't think of a single example of an employer-sponsored 401k program that doesn't limit its investment options to Wall Street offerings, and particularly mutual funds, and that would concern me. I respectfully suggest that you consider this question, Susan. With any of the mutual funds that you're offered, what is your guarantee? More specifically, what is the collateral you're being given to assure that your investment won't be lost? There again, I can't think of a single example of an employer-sponsored 401k program that offers any truly safe, meaning collateralized, investments, and particularly nothing that actually also has the potential to generate an attractive yield. What sorts of things could fit that bill? Well, there's the holy trinity of investment asset classes that I teach you about regularly here on SDI Radio. Tax lien certificates, cash flowing real estate, and the best of them all, real estate notes. Even within those categories, it's important to be discriminating. In fact, in the two most recent episodes of SDI Radio, episodes number 38 and number 39, I do a deep dive into some of the reasons that cash flow real estate can be dangerous. The same is true for tax liens and real estate notes. It's not the asset class that saves you. It's the wise selection of specific assets. But even if you do decide that you would rather have access to investment options beyond what your former employer's 401k plan allows, there's one other consideration for whether you should transfer it to a self-directed 401k plan, and that is, do you qualify to have a self-directed 401k plan? Remember, 401k plans are inherently built for businesses, not for individuals. And the same is true for a self-directed 401k. So let's look at the qualifications for a self-directed 401k. First, you must have a legitimate business because a 401k plan is a business plan and not an individual plan. 
Your business does not have to be huge. It doesn't even necessarily have to be consistently profitable, though that certainly brings up other considerations. And it doesn't even have to be your primary source of income. You could have a separate job. But you do have to be owner of or partner in a business with which your self-directed 401k will be associated. Additionally, you could create a brand new business specifically so you can have a self-directed 401k. If this is what you need to do, just be creative. It's possible to set up a new business that's small enough that it takes very little time but still qualifies you to have a self-directed 401k. And then the second requirement is your business may have no full-time employees except for the owners and the spouses of the owners. So whether you're the sole owner or there are multiple partners involved, any of the owners and their spouses can be full-time employees. Any other employees must be part-time employees, which in this context means they can work no more than 1,000 hours per year. But there are a few exceptions to the prohibition against full-time employees, two of which are maddening, and they are, number one, this one kind of makes sense, independent contractors. People who are paid via 1099 rather than W-2. You can hire as many of these folks as you'd like. Number two, union employees. For some ridiculous reason, union employees get special treatment. So if you have union employees, they don't count against you. And number three, non-resident alien employees. These folks don't count against the full-time employee prohibition either, and obviously it makes no sense. There's no clarity either as to whether this relates only to legal aliens or to illegal aliens, and I suspect that's done on purpose. Go figure, right? Jeez. So, Susan, the crux of the matter is that if you have a business and that business does not employ anyone on a full-time W-2 basis other than the business's owners and their spouses, then you're probably all set to create a self-directed 401k. The best option for setting up a self-directed 401k plan is available to you at sdiradio.com slash best 401k. Again, sdiradio.com slash best 401k. No spaces, just B-E-S-T 401k. That guy set up my plan, and it's awesome and incredibly flexible. Remember, not all self-directed 401k plans are the same. But Susan, if you do not meet those qualifications, then the next best option for you is to set up a self-directed IRA and roll your 401k into that. While self-directed IRAs are in every way inferior to self-directed 401ks, they're still a far superior option to any other type of individual retirement plan. So Susan, thank you for that question and for giving this show a five-star rating on iTunes. I really appreciate you. Be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes right now so you don't miss tomorrow's great episode number 41 because it's going to be awesome. And one final time, please stop by sdiradio.com slash invite for a special gift that I'd like to give you in exchange for your five-star rating on iTunes. In the meantime, my friends, remember, invest wisely today, live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 